All right, we're back. We're back, and this time we're stepping into memory lane. We're going to take a right on Memory Boulevard, and we're going to go straight down the I Remember Court. How it was, what it was, and the red flags that we found along the way. What do you say, Arturo? Let's do it. Red flags. I like it. Oh, yeah. The red flags. And boy, were there a bunch of red flags. The red flags. Would you say there was any red flags inside the religion? Oh, yeah. So many red flags. So many red flags that should have told you you're in a cult. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> you don't see them till you're out. So the red flags are a great way to reconfirm your, you know, your, your doubts of what it was. And uh, not just to help yourself, but to help the people around you. Just being able to identify any red flag. And to people who don't understand uh, what those red flag moments are, that, that's how I refer to that. That's how we refer to that. It's those moments where you're just like, like a policy was said, a rule was said, or, or some, uh, teaching was taught, and it was that brief moment that you're like, huh, that's odd. Or, hmm. What was that? What was that? Like, I don't, I don't know about that. But it was the cult that kind of quickly told you to dismiss any doubt. Yeah, because if you didn't dismiss it, you get in trouble. You get in trouble. It was just like, why can't you just accept it? What's with all the questions, you know? And But uh, you wouldn't ask questions because you were so like, well, this is the truth. And if I don't understand it, it's for a reason. Yeah, you, it, uh, you put it in the back of your mind because if you don't, you're not a good example. You're not humble. You're not a good guy. Right. Anything that you ever put in the back of your mind and just kind of dismiss, that's a red flag moment. Mm-hmm. That's a red flag moment. You got one? You want to start off with a, one of your red flag moments? I do have one. Well, I've got a lot. I got <laughs> too many. Yeah. And before we get into it, let me add this. There, they are red, red flag moments. But, again, you don't flag them because the pressure is so immense and the narrative is that anyone that calls out the religion or calls out a member of the religion, you're not an ideal member. What they call is, and this is an actual term, you're not an exemplary member of the religion. And that's what you never want to be. And that's why when the red red flags do show up, you don't say anything. Yes. Because you're not rewarded for finding red flags along the along the way. You're rewarded for keeping your mouth shut. Exactly. Exactly. That's the mentality and that's the guy that gets ahead in the religion and you never want to get left behind when all your family's mm-hmm. in there, when your friends are in there. Yeah. And when everybody's pressuring you to just drop it, just drop it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's, that's totally true. The guy that shuts up the most gets the most ahead. Mm -hmm. And that right there is a red flag. (laughs) Sorry. I jumped into it. I jumped into it. (laughs) 
<laughs> I yeah. jumped the gun. He jumped the gun. Is a red flag. Yeah, that is you a know, you didn't shoot the gun, and I'm already over here. You know, guns, I'm guns blazing over here. Giving out the trade secrets. Already. <laughs> I'm guns blazing over here. It's like whoa, whoa, whoa. You know, it's like you got a permit for that. <laughs> uh, let me. Uh, okay, so I have one red flag, and that was when we started to go to the religion. I remember the, the cult religion, call it whatever cult you religion. Want. Yeah, call it what you will. It's a cult. When we started going, I remember there was this family that was very kind to me. They were very nice to me, and the kids were very nice to me. And they were—you could tell that this was a family that was just like any other family. You know, I'm sure they had their issues, just like every other family. And we had—I, well, my family definitely had issues. And then. But I remember this family, they, they, when I started going, I wasn't, I wasn't, cause you're not a Jehovah's witness till you get baptized. But I started going and these, these were one of the few, the first people that would come up to me and say, Hey, what's your name? We're so-and-so family. And you liked that. You, you, you like what they were doing was love bombing is what right. it's one of the methods yeah. of cults. But They'd come up to you and say, hey, you know, we're the good guys. You're a good guy. You know, pat on the back, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I remember there was this one day where we came into the kingdom hall, which is their church. We, we come into their church, and I see the family looks distraught. And there's, if you haven't, there was a previous episode we recorded of the back room, the little room. Yeah. There's a back room where all disciplinary action is taken inside of the, the church, mm-hmm. the, the congregation. Well, I remember they were coming out of it. The door swung open as soon as I walked into the church. Okay? So I walk in, and the back room door swings open, and out comes the husband. And I could tell his face was just stone-faced distraught. Yeah. And I'm thinking, what's, what's the deal? I mean, I thought this, this this is a place of joy. I, so you don't process it. You don't process it because you're new, and you think this is the place where God lives, and this is the place where good things happen. But you see this guy, and he's clearly distraught. And he grabs his wife by the hand, and I could tell they were united in whatever they were doing. Uh, he grabs her by the hand, and they walk out fast. And on the way out, they grab the kids, and they walk out. And the wife and the husband, now I, now I see the wife, and they're both bothered by something. Like they're clearly bothered by something. Mm-hmm. And as a new person, you, you see this, and it's, it, it, it's a red flag. And I'm thinking, what, 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 what could that be? Because there's, there's such nice... People. Everybody here is nice people. It's a red flag because I didn't know what was happening inside that room. What I found out later, because there's this per, there was this person. I don't want to call it the person because I still know the person. Big on gossip. Oh, <laughs> that's an, that's well, a that, that's a big thing in that community. Oh yeah, it's such a tight knit community that but gossip is you know they relish in it. So she tells me that the reason they walked out was because. The, the elders, which are the leaders in the congregation, had gone off on the wife. So they went off on the wife, and yeah. they said, your wife is this, your wife is that. That's what they told the husband. Nothing necessarily immoral, mm-hmm. but it was the way she dressed. 
Yeah. It was the way she came off to other people because yeah. because they're so sensitive about everything. Yes. You know, they could, they could they would bring people like her in the room because someone felt some someone felt that she didn't shake their hand. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember those. There's full videos on that. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Well, this petty stuff is why you find yourself in in the, in the back room, amongst other things. So they had her in there telling her, you don't shake so-and-so's hand. You give so-and-so a bad look. And we know this because so-and-so has said so. Mm-hmm. Well, so what? Yeah. So you so so a person doesn't have a thick skin and now they want me to, what, cater to every... You're not, not every single person is going to like you. This is, this but they is what, have to. That's the thing. They have to, yeah. They have to. Every single person in there has to like you. Mm-hmm. And you have to cater to every single person's emotions. And it's not that you have to cater to, uh, to their emotions necessarily, but you just have to fall in line with their idea of what Christian is. Exactly. Exactly. They walked out. I never saw them again. And the only thing I heard from them was with this gossipers telling people around the congregation i just so happen because everybody knows eventually gets to you everybody to hear it. yeah you happen to hear it down the grape every yeah, yeah everybody's business gets to you somewhere or another and that was it and the husband the reason he was distraught was because he couldn't believe that they were questioning his wife about someone that was desperate for his wife to like them or to live up to the standards that that person had of his wife. Mm -hmm. So he said, screw this. No one gets in between me and my family. My family is what it is. Take it or leave it. I don't, I don't care what you think, you know, and this is what every rational husband would be. If you don't like my wife, don't talk to my wife. And that's just it. If you like my wife, go talk to my wife. But yep. don't don't go putting all, everything that you want her how to dress. How you don't start preaching to everyone exactly how you want her to look, how you want me to look, how do you want me to look back at you, mm-hmm. how you want her to look back at you. She's like the lady. I knew the lady. The lady was not like you could tell she was just a calm, kept to herself lady. Yeah. But 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 Jehovah's Witnesses, it's it's even in in the Watchtower. That's not good enough. You have to you have to open up to other people. There's people that are just you know they're 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 turtles. They keep to themselves, and, and that's just you gotta accept that. It's not a, it's not bad. It's not, but it is bad when you're Jehovah's Witness yeah. because you gotta be open and bubbly and yeah. you know always. Talking to everyone and presenting this um, facade. Even it, facade, even if it's fake, they rather you do that. Yeah, yeah. You know, they much, much, and they'll totally applaud it. Hey, how are you? Mm-hmm. You know, yes. a very uh, fake high. Like mm-hmm. just obvious fake and everyone, everyone fake hi each other. Hi, <laughs> hi, hi how hi. are you? Yeah. Good, good, you know? Yeah. Uh, it's anyone that comes in feeling the normal weight of the world, which is, you know, you're tired from work or someone, I don't cut you off and, and you walk in with that attitude. Yeah. Yikes. You lost your job. Something's going on in your life and you're, and you're mm-hmm. all kind of down in the dumps. Yeah, you can't always be happy. You can, <laughs> you can. if you're a Jehovah's Witness. <laughs> yeah. 
And that's what, uh, and that's why a lot of them are suffering from depression. We'll get into that in another episode, mm-hmm. which is a sad truth. And I would hope it's not, you know, it doesn't, but it happens. But anyway, that yeah. was a that was one red flag that that I was a new person. I thought I was a seventeen year old kid. I was like, wow, this is nice. Everybody yeah. says it was, hi. Yeah, it was a moment of, what was that? Yeah, like what? Huh? That was weird. Yeah. And you, you kind of just brush it off. You kind of just kind of like, huh? I wonder what that was. Yeah, like uh, that's weird. Anyways, you know, and the show, but the show must go on. But the show must go on. Yeah, and, and but that was one instance that I can I can reflect back on and call it a red flag. Uh another red flag. Oh, real quick on that point, just go back. Because you would think, you know, these people, they're in the room and they, they, they got all these kind of issues with you. But the only thing that, you know, a rational person would think is like, what? Why are we talking about that? I thought this was a place to worship God. Mm-hmm. Not. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happened to me. <laughs> when it went, yeah, I was walking in and all of a sudden I'm like, hey. What was that kind of thing? <laughs> You're an idiot. Oh, jeez. Uh, you know, but they'll they'll bring up all these little issues. Hey, your jewelry is a little too flashy. Mm-hmm. Hey, you need to shake more hands. Hey, it's like, did I come here to worship God or did I come here to worship everyone? Everyone here to be liked. I didn't know I came here to be liked. It's like you just don't fit the part. I didn't know I had to fit any part. I just <laughs> thought I I this was a house of worship. You know, by that standard, look at what uh, uh, Job Job did. His friends, he wasn't living up to their standard. There was friends that were criticizing him while he was down. He wasn't like, well, I guess I better get myself up and live up to your standards, buddy. (laughs) Yeah, no. No, he said, I'm I'm living up to God's standards. Nice. But, you know, you have these people in Job's Witness world. It's you have to live up to the staple that is a Job's Witness. And you don't realize all those things while you're in there. Yeah. An- another red flag. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Before we go to that one, I never saw that family again. That family left, and good for them. Good for them. They never came back. I'm happy for them. Uh, yeah, another red flag, the uniform situation. Uh, I was like, you know, in the beginning, you're kind of, you show up, and you're just, just your normal clothes. Yeah, jeans and jeans maybe and a shirt, polo, polo shirt, shirt whatever, whatever it is, but it's just not a suit and tie. <laughs> Who has a suit and tie? Uh, exactly. Not, you know. Especially in, in the Hispanic community. It's not big. It's not big. To it's have just what it is. Right. You know? uh, so I, it was a moment of like, you know, I want to love God, kind of like this. It's like, you can't, though. It's like, why? God has a. Dress requirement. I tell you. He's got a uniform requirement. A uniform requirement? What are you talking about? Yeah. I don't know how to put this. He's not going to fully accept your worship unless you dress the way he wants you to dress. Like what? What are you talking about? Does it say in the Bible how I'm supposed Uh, to dress? I mean, no, it doesn't. But, and they'll, they'll, again, they'll twist it in any way, shape, or form. They'll use 
you know, the Israelites examples of uh, like uh, some of the stuff they wore. Yeah, yeah. How they were, you know, they, they kind of had a uniform. It's like, that's not what that was. But, mm-hmm. you know, they'll use that example. And then they'll say that the apostles dress similarly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they, um, they dress in an honorable way. And I'm like, okay, so then togas, huh? Is that what we're doing? You know, skirts and long skirts and like a, like a long uh, shirts and stuff like like Jesus. He's like, no, no, no. You, that it's not a modern. That's not a modern way of dressing. That was the modern way of dressing it back then. Yeah. Now right. today's proper way of dressing, modern way of dressing, is this. This is how the world views um, someone that is. Neat. This is how the world views someone that's proper. Yeah. And I'm like, what world? The Western world? Like, what world are we? Who's? Yeah, because in many other countries, countries that's <laughs> not the. That's not the case at all. Yeah. If anything, in other countries, the proper way of dressing, you know, some, some countries men have skirts. Some countries men don't wear ties. Some countries it's actually... You know, Asian countries, not even any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, South, some South American co- uh, countries, you know, their dress attire is very different. So it's like, to so whose standards? Who who are we talking about here? The Western worlds, Hollywoods, the mm-hmm. business world. What are, what are, you know? Whose standards? Like our standard. You know, God's always had a people. You know, and we're His people, and you know, he has guided us to dress in this manner. So, therefore, if you want to be part of God's people, you have to look like them because that shows that you're that shows that you're humble. It shows that you're willing to adapt. You're willing to change. You're willing to listen, and you're willing to be a subjugate yeah. of Jehovah of God. So, and if you're not willing to do those things, humbleness isn't something you have. And God looks for the humble hearted. The Bible does say that. Mm-hmm. It's that's, like, that's how they sell it. Yeah, he does. So I can humbly afford what I have on my back currently. Yeah. So wouldn't it make more sense to wear this? Because this is pretty humble yeah. to me because this is, this is what I can currently afford. I don't have to make an expense. You're like, oh, you don't have to. You could go to the, you know, the, they always uh, throw that one out there. You could go to the secondhand store. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, you're missing the point. That's not the point here. I don't have to make any expense. Oh, I know a place. I can give you one if that's the problem. I'm like, again, you're missing the point. Yeah, they want you to conform. Conform. He's like, okay, so, and then their, their argument would be like, okay, so your issues, uh, you have to make an expense. I just offered you a free suit. Mm-hmm. And you still said no. So I, I can really see you're having a problem with humility. Because I even <laughs> offered you something for free. And now you're the problem. And now, you know, you're the problem. And like, again. You're missing the point. But it's th- those are the moments that you don't think like this. You know, they'll offer you the suit. You're like, oh, wow. Again, love bombing. You're like, oh, wow. They came in free suit. A suit. Cool. 
yeah. put on the suit, and now you feel like one of them. Yeah, they want you. They want you to fall in line. To Who conform. doesn't look good in a suit? Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh. you you put it on. You're like, oh, oh, look at this. You know, but you don't know that you're conforming. You're conforming. You're getting in line because that's where they want you. Right. It's a big move. Now you have to mm-hmm. wear suits, and that that was a moment of me of like, huh, suits, huh? God likes suits, and apparently, God likes really nice suits. <laughs> yeah. It's not just any suit, you know, because the people, you know, higher up. Yeah, they dress there's, fine. There's some, there's some people who love the nicer suits. Mm-hmm. Am I saying that nice suits are bad? No, I'm not. I'm just saying for, you know, an organization that promotes humility a lot and humbleness, there's a lot of people wearing Hugo Boss suits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The last, the last two circuit overseers that we had in the congregation, which are the main dudes that travel mm-hmm. like through 20 uh, churches and then they come to you, visit you yeah. as one of the 20, they were big on the attire, big on dressing nice. Right. They, a lot of people, you know, some people even flex that, you know, uh, yeah. and a lot of people, Armani suits, mm-hmm. Hugo Boss suits. What's another, I don't know, big brand suits. I wasn't ever really about, you know, I just, as long as it was a suit, I didn't care. Yeah. I remember one of them said that you have to dress fine with fine suits, not raggedy suits, because Jesus dressed fine. And we know he dressed fine because it says in the Bible that the Roman soldiers that were on his, that at the stake, at the cross, they call it stake, it's the cross, they, they, were fighting over, they were um, betting over who would get his clothes. Yeah. So it's like, oh, you see, he wore fine stuff. You need to wear fine stuff. I don't think that was the point of that story. It's not the point. Exactly. That's not the point. He could have been wearing anything. And it, it, it's never, he never gave any importance to what he wore. It just so happens he might have traveled. Maybe someone gave him his, their, you know, nice clothes off their back. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden he had something nice on. And it just so happens to be on the day he died. Yeah, and how disgusting to take that that uh, lesson out of that uh, story. That's a good point. How disgusting, you know, and to, to turn it in that way. Yeah, that's a good point. You know, horrible. So that's another red flag. Um, when was the first time you noticed that? Uh, growing up, because as a kid, you you just put on whatever they gave you, you know. So it was always hand, you know, in the in the beginning, it was hand me downs from other members of the of the. I remember, like at first, I had I wore a hand me down, and then you know, my mom she bought me one. Yeah. You know, we'd go to the store, yeah. get a little suit or whatever. Uh-huh. But as I was, you know, growing up and getting older, and you know, having more thought, you know, I, I started seeing importance. People giving importance to the suits, and um, I would see the new people come in. And some of them very, you know, um, very kind people, very well-intentioned people. But you were always kind of like, uh, you would see them go for a while. If, if they were really interested, you'd see them go for a really long time. But if they never wore a suit, you just like, I guess he's not progressing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's an identifying mark, yeah. It's an identifying mark. I'm like, huh, what do you mean he's, he comes here all the time? 
but he's not progressing. He's like, why? He's like, he hasn't. He doesn't even wear a suit, honey. Mm-hmm. Doesn't yeah. even wear a suit. You know, you could tell that it's hard for him to accept. Was he's like, maybe he can't afford one. I don't know. It's like, well, they've offered him so. They've offered to give him some, and he just doesn't accept it. Maybe he just doesn't like suits. Yeah. They'll, Maybe he just feels like the tie chokes him. A lot of people do. They'll black sheep you, yeah. He's like, yeah, nah, that's not it. He's just not progressive. He's not humble enough mm-hmm. to look like us. Or he's not spiritual He's enough. not spiritual. Jeez. You know, he hasn't accepted Jehovah in his heart. Not it's hard believe. for him to accept. Yeah, yeah, the attire. Yeah, the attire. And it was just, uh, it was uh, one of those, huh, that's weird. Interesting. But Whatever kind of moment. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't conform, like in our case, we were going, I was still living at, at, at home. You were living at home, obviously. You're younger. And they, my mother would basically guilt trip me. Oh, you're not wearing it. I remember one time I told her, I was like, but Jesus never wore a suit. <laughs> you know, he never wore a tie. He doesn't even know what a tie is. Yeah. And she's like, oh, that reflects that you have Satan's spirit in your heart. <laughs> like, like, I, well, how did you, I was just talking about a tie, and all of a sudden I have Satan's... Satan's rebellious uh, spirit. Rebellious spirit in my heart. That's horrible. I was just saying. Uh-huh. Or uh, I had, a, I had a, a, a study, what they call it, at someone that you find out in the ministry, out in the, out in the community, mm-hmm. and you get them to go to the meetings. I had one of those. Mm-hmm. And um, I was giving him a Bible study, in other words, a watchtower study. Yeah, you know, funny story. I still know him till the day he never became a Jehovah's Witness. <laughs> I still know him, and he reminds me, like, "Hey, you remember what you said?" And I'm like, "Yeah." Apparently, dude, I didn't know what I was saying, and <laughs> he's like, "That was a Bible study." I was like, "That wasn't a Bible study." Remember, we never really we would quote it, but what did we actually read verbatim? Was it the Bible? Chapter after chapter after chapter? He's like, no. I was like, what was the book that we actually read? He's like, what the Bible really teaches? I'm like, exactly. That wasn't a Bible study. That was the what the Bible really teaches book study. Yeah. And its interpretation of the Bible. We sometimes quote the Bible, but in, in snippets, small, small snippets. Uh-huh. He's like, huh. Out of right. context. Out of context. <laughs> He's like, you're right. You bastard. <laughs> like, uh-huh. I was like, I'm sorry, man. I, I didn't know what I was doing either. You know, I was indoctrinated. You got to forgive me. Now, we're good friends till the day. We're good friends till the day. Uh, but I remember that one of his big things is that he liked wearing a beard. He thought he looked better with a beard, mm-hmm. with his God-given natural, you know, facial hair. Mm-hmm. And as a Joe's witness, having a beard is a, is a bad thing. It, highly frowned upon. Highly yeah. frowned upon again because you don't fit the picture of the uh, conforming Jehovah's Witness. Conforming Jehovah's Witness, exactly. And a, be- a shaven beard means a clean cut man, means a holy man. You know, yeah. just like Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, oh, like full oh. beard, just Did like you, Peter and Paul. Nope. <laughs> no, nope. that's uh, another full beard <laughs> man. <laughs> okay. Okay. It's like probably Jeremiah and uh, Ezra. No. 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 Nope. Like so, Moses. Uh, big no. Sorry. <laughs> big Yikes. on the beards back then. Big on the beards, huh? Yeah, I don't know what happened. But anyways, <laughs> apparently God doesn't like the beard anymore. God is a no beard. God is a clean shaven 
kind of guy now. It's a big on the Gillette, the, big, the Mach 3s. Yes, yes big <laughs> okay. on the Gillette, big on the Mach 3s, you know, Dollar Shave Club, you huh. know, is sponsored by God. <laughs> yeah. And he, he likes it. a clean-shaven man. He, he rather, rather than a man with a beard. Yeah. If God were to choose uh, just on appearance... The clean-shaven man would win. All the time. Not the guy that was given this ability to grow a beard mm-hmm. genetically. Yeah. God-given, you There's know. There's a lot of cultures that, you know, they, they grow out big beards, and that's what their, you know, their genetics is. Right. So God made these genetics to be like, I'm anti those genetics, yes. you know. All of a sudden, I don't know when... He was still a beard guy in the late 1800s. Yeah, he was. Early he 1900s. Was. <laughs> yeah, early 1900s. It yes, wasn't. Was. In, yeah, it wasn't until about 1940. I want to say 1930. Even, even the founder of the religion of Joe's Witness. Big beard. He was. He was a big fan of his beard. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So in, in 16, he died, and then in like around that time, between 16 and the 40s. Mm-hmm. J.F. Rutherford takes over. He takes over, and that guy was a big, he was anti-beard. Oh, jeez. Very anti-beard. So He probably couldn't grow one. You know? Yes. Actually, it's, it's usually what happens. Actually, that's the... He's got beard envy. Yes. <laughs> yes. And that's a thing. That's yeah, a thing. The thing. That's an actual thing. <laughs> beard envy. You know, I'm a man that can grow one. <laughs> yeah. I'm beard. a little envious, you know, of the ones who can, but uh, hey, it is what it is. Beard envy. It's an actual thing. Uh, there's actually good uh, theories. There are pretty good theories as to why he was so anti, and that's one of them. It's because he couldn't he couldn't grow one. So he just made everyone like, hey, no beards here, because, you know, they looked like his former predecessor. And, if he, you know, and they didn't see eye to eye. No. He, he switched a lot of rules on that guy. Wanted so, to erase some, probably. Yeah, they wanted to erase some kind of thing. So, anyways, back to this, back to the, you know, my study. He was a progressive study. They, they you know, this is, goes with the attire thing. You know, they didn't let him in. They were very, like, you know, they held him back a lot just because he wouldn't want to shave his beard. His, yeah. But, I mean. Red flags. Another, another red flag that should have told me something's up here. Something's going on. Red flags, but we got way more red flags to cover, and uh, I can't I can't wait to keep keep on keeping on, and um, until t- until the next episode, we've got a couple of these episodes coming up. This is just the first one because you find yourself with a lot of red flags. Red got, flags. I got a red flags. Red flags. <laughs> yeah. Got another one in the next episode. Shh, shh. Red flag on the play. <laughs> Red flag. Give me another one. Yeah. On the next one. Here we go.